0: for you to think
1: for you to think for you to say hi hello goddess how's your cervix today <laughs>
0: mine is riding a little low <laughs> she's a little tight
1: mine is pretty tight too it's pretty high up and tight <laughs> mine actually um,
0: has been riding really low like the last few times i've received penetration it's been like oh this is uncomfortable
1: that makes sense so one thing oh i was gonna say um, welcome everyone to episode six of Between Two Ovaries. You got a glimpse of the juiciness that Isadora and I get to experience together. Yeah, welcome everyone. Welcome. Hi. It's so beautiful. I gotta I gotta just give our listeners a little bit of an idea of what's going on right now. Um, usually when Isadora and I record, we don't get to see each other's faces <laughs> because we want to make sure that our audio comes in as clear as possible with the gear that we have to use. So this is the first time out of six episodes that we are recording while getting to see each other's reactions and faces. So that's a very nice and refreshing upgrade to our recording sessions. Thank you.
0: I love your cute, like, juicy little shimmies that you do when you're talking oh my goodness I am pulsating right now
1: (laughs) (laughs) and as always I'm in a closet I'm in whose ever closet I can borrow so I really appreciate our listeners for not judging us on the background noise because I've noticed in other episodes where there's random like thumping and that's when I'm in my little brother's closet I hear the kids running in the living room, and that vibrates on the floorboards. (laughs) So the microphone catches that. So thank you.
0: All right. We jinxed ourselves.
1: I know. (laughs) Okay, so maybe we don't get to see each other today, but that's okay.
0: Well, that little bit was very satisfying.
1: Very. Yeah, it's amazing how when you love someone, all you need is that unconditional attention, and then you're satisfied. Thank you for being a part of that with me. I
0: love you.
1: Mm-hmm. I love you. So welcome everyone again. Episode six. I'm feeling pretty playful. So thank you for being here and being ready to play with us.
0: I feel like today is going to be super playful and super light and joyful. A big shift from our last recording. To be honest, I listen to every recording that we or to every podcast episode, right? And. The- <laughs> Episode five is the only one I haven't listened to because it was, it's one of those I think, like, okay, it needed to happen. <laughs> what was discussed was discussed, but I need to just like, it was released out of my being into the world, and I'm not going to revisit that. <laughs>
1: But I definitely love that we can go back, and especially with this topic, what, with the topic that we're going to be discussing today, we've already explored it in one of our past episodes, so it's just going to be really cool to see our own progression and growth and healing through our recordings and our episodes, and for our listeners, I would really love if you have any feedback for us on any things that resonated with you from the last episode on I'm just going to go out and say it the topic today is a continuation on self-pleasure so if you maybe something that resonated with you on the last episode and you find yourself resonating with in this episode but maybe there's been shifts we would love to hear about that growth that healing it's I've realized that it's a huge part of my self-pleasure to know that people are growing and healing along with me. And even more pleasure comes to me knowing that it's people that I love and care for. So I really appreciate you as our listener for being here with us. And thank you, Isadora, always for being a part of this womb space with me.
0: Yes. A lot of times we think that self-pleasure is just strictly us. Like, it's a personal matter all, like, on our own, separated from the world. But I love that you mentioned that your self-pleasure involves others and seeing other people growing and joyful and just experiencing life in a bright, positive way. Because it's true. Like, that's true for me, too, you know. And it feeds my goddess array to see just like my kids dancing around happy interacting with each other you know my husband making jokes just like all those things you know it's other people but it's us receiving it in a way that transforms into self-pleasure so that's a beautiful little reflection that I received I'm excited to talk about this again I think a lot has shifted for us was it episode three maybe that we did that so not that many (laughs) weeks ago but it's amazing when you're on a path of loving yourself and growing yourself how quickly things can transform so yeah let's dive into it is there anything sticking out that you wanted to share Venus?
1: Hmm, more than ever I feel that there needs to be a clarification huge like Statement put out to every country of the world like through the United Nations of like the myth that there isn't enough love to go around because in exploring my own self-pleasure and again I think we're going to drill it into our listeners' heads that Pleasure does not only mean sexually. Finding pleasure should be done in every sense of that word from the start of your day to the end of your day. And I'm not saying that finding pleasure in everything will absolve all of your problems, it will remove all of the challenges, quite the opposite. And this almost translates back to how it was taught in my Catholic roots of if you have faith and you're faithful of the Lord, that's actually putting you in a path where you're going to continue receiving challenges and obstacles. It can be translated back to the universe where the universe or the universe will provide you opportunities of growth and opportunities to face your fears. And it's our decision to face them head on, or go on another path where you're completely avoiding what needs to be healed in order for you to move on, in order for you to become aligned with your true purpose. And when you do finally become a little more aligned, because that's also another process, you're getting the theme of layer upon layer upon layer, that when you're finally aligned more to your truth, and you don't allow fear to control your life, then you will see the manifestation of the things that you truly desire and truly wish to work for instead of all of these lies that we try to take on as truths in our life, put in play by societal standards, if that makes any sense at all. You let me know, Isadora. Mm
0: -hmm. A cunt, a cunt, a cunt. Yay! So good one thing I've been practicing is like not responding or reacting so fast to things. And I love that when you say things like I have no choice, but to just like sit and absorb it because it's just so like womb deep and powerful that like, there's no way you can just (laughs) come back with anything. Like you really, it just like soaks. I can feel it just like soaking into like every part of my being and it just feels Mm. like so sparkly and good. Thank you for that magical download. So I'm synchronistically reading a book called Mama Gina's School of Womanly Arts, using the power of pleasure to have your way with the world. So I thought it was very funny. You know, you just have to like laugh about things like that when you said, how about we do a part two of self-pleasure? And I'm like, wow, I'm reading this book and it's just the universe at work and I love it. So that's actually what my reflection read is from later on. But yeah, she's just helping me open my eyes to like where throughout my day am I receiving pleasure? Where am I seeking pleasure? What are my desires and what brings me joy? It just comes down to what brings you joy ultimately and that when you are proactive about doing things that are pleasurable instead of doing things that bum you out or exhaust you or give you anxiety opening yourself up to going after pleasure magnetizes it you know it's like law of attraction like you're just gonna receive more and more and more so yeah I'm loving it
1: mm-hmm. what came up for me when you were talking and and receiving opening up and I think we also this is another thing we drill or we we mention a lot in our episodes when we speak to each other is or even outside of our episodes is receiving pleasure and opening yourself up to pleasure first. And then receiving it is actually very uncomfortable because we are I think I can speak for myself being raised Catholic and Mexican. I know that I mentioned that all the time. Being selfish is not something you want to do or be described as because you are to look after either your siblings, anyone younger than you, or anyone older, like the elderly. So there's really no space to learn what it is that you like. I'm not trying to act like a victim here because it's ultimately our decisions as adults now to take responsibility for our entire being. And that includes our pleasure areas, which just translates to everything else. Emotions, psychological well-being, just whole body health. And I just want to make sure that I communicate that to our listeners that there's no unicorns farting glitter here at all. It's very overwhelming. My womb space, this is daily basis now because my life is so dense with growth and healing at the moment that my womb space is constantly working and it's exhausting because I haven't had a true day or even night to be with only myself and I'm just taking it for what it is and absorbing as much healing and growth that I can from everything that I'm experiencing right now but still it's it's uncomfortable because I'm not used to receiving so much pleasure or even being open to so much pleasure. On the other hand, it's magnificent to always feel happy. And I'm not making... Well, actually, I can't say that I'm not making more money because I am, which is a result of finding, seeking pleasure. I mean, we're not in a bigger space, my family and I. We're still in our little apartment. We're not what society would call well-off. But yet, deep in within me, my value... My net worth of my actual self, not net worth on a bank statement, is so much more than it has ever been and than I have ever imagined it would be. So if you push through that discomfort and that messiness and awkwardness, there's going to be gold on the other side. And come to know, you are the gold. Joke's on you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for bringing that up. It's pain to pleasure. And I talked about this with you, but I feel like I have a great example of that, which at the time I thought was not so great, but (laughs) self-growth junkie over here. But there's been, and I dipped into this a little bit last Episode on you know the growth and transformation I'm experiencing in my relationship and basically an interaction between my partner and I took place where I was functioning from what I felt is a very like low vibrational frame of mind and I was letting a lot of just like very ridiculous petty things get in my way of being intimate with my partner and so one night I was just kind of being ridiculous and being bratty and. I basically got like womb slapped and she put me in check by creating this energetic field of pain in my womb space. Like I can't even describe to you how painful it was. I debated and I don't go to doctors. I don't do things unless I feel like there is a serious, serious problem. And I debated going to urgent care. This was probably at around midnight and it went from like light left to right in my wound space, but it felt like energy, like it didn't feel concrete, it felt energetic, and it was just so painful, and then my body almost got that sensation of having a fever, and it began shaking, and what started in my mind was like physical things, you know, like human body issues of like, what if something was wrong, in my uterus or my I have like an ovarian cyst that I don't know about you know just like all of those kinds of things and then I started traveling more into like the emotional and what basically I downloaded from all of this was it was like she was speaking to me it's not like I was thinking like I I I like she was speaking to me and just telling me like you don't use your voice like just communicate your needs communicate what you want And stop putting your sexual experience into the hands of someone else. Like take it for yourself and own it. Like just own it and it'll be okay, you know? And it was intense. And so the pain started subsiding and my partner asked what's going on because he heard I was having to like focus on like my breathing. Like it was just, it was really intense. I was trying to figure out how how to best manage it. And so it was like, what's going on? And I could feel like it, the pain was starting to go away. And then as soon as he asked, it came back almost as like a you better open that throat chakra right now and like speak your truth. And so I just took a deep breath. I was like, okay. And I did it. And I started like, I vocalized my download, which he didn't particularly understand. And that was okay because it just caused me to improve my communication. And it was amazing. And after the conversation, like, it all. I still felt slightly shaky because it was kind of an energetic thing, you know? It was, like, really powerful. But all of it just went away. And it guided me to create a term called womb-tuitive, like, instead of intuitive, womb-tuitive. Because she seriously, like, communicates with me so hardcore. And it was using my womb-tuition to handle this the way that I needed to without like knowing on the surface like I had to go in deeper and so from that you know we ended up having like some really beautiful intimate lovemaking and for the next three days like we probably like set a record for (laughs) I don't know how long with how much we were like connectedly intimate because there are times when we're like we're intimate just because it's like oh it's been a while but we're like not super into it like whatever Our partner kind of wants it more than we do, but this was like, we were on the same level connected, you know? And so that was so beautiful to see like from that pain, the pleasure that came out of it. I know that it's going to be, it's not linear. It's not going to be this way forever. I'm going to have some drawbacks, which I experienced a few days later. And so now I'm rebuilding from that, but I'm not like that experience was so powerful in my mind that I'm not going to forget it. I may like take a few steps back because I'm a human and that's kind of what we do, but I'm never going to forget the importance of continuing on that path of like growing pains and the pleasure that I can receive through the discomfort and growing through all of that. So I felt like I just talked forever, but that's what came up for me. So thank you for bringing that up. It's cool to sit and, and reflect on that and see, you know, like when you experience just like Crazy pleasure, or just like a really awesome time period. And then you kind of come out of it and you're like, whoa, like that was really cool, even though I'm not feeling that intensely now, or not in that same energetic space now, but it's like beautiful to reflect on. So thank you for giving me that space to share.
1: Wow. I'm just trying, just like you said in your share, I'm just trying to focus on my breathing. Because I am feeling all types of juicy womb tuition. And thank you for putting a name to that beautiful, like the intuition from our core. I was just actually telling my partner yesterday, maybe, that now that I'm so much more aware of myself and my needs before anyone else, like I'm aware of my hierarchy my hierarchy and what i mean by that my love hierarchy is my womb space is above all and below that is my partner my committed primary partner and below that are my children who come from my primary partner who we've decided to bring to this world to raise together as a family unit and below that is all my friends and everyone or obviously the rest of my family and all the people that are meaningful to my life to provide and exchange love with and who are willing to engage with me to exchange that energy. Now I see myself, because of my womb tuition, I see myself as valuable. I see everything about me as valuable. And that is an amazing tool and weapon at the same time to have because if you are strong with yourself, if you are confident in yourself and not only in the way you look but in the way you carry yourself in the way you do things because if you're confident in your work psychologically you're you're going to be okay even on bad days you're going to be able to get through them because you know that there it's inevitable not to have a bad day so, with being accepting of that, you get to celebrate more of that negative space, which is necessary in order for the positive space to even exist. There's just so much that came up for me as you shared, Isadora, and I wish I would have been taking notes. I almost feel like we're Marco Poloing to each other <laughs> because I was like, oh, I want to comment on that. Oh, no, wait. But then, as well, I want to just sit and absorb everything you said. <laughs> So it's just so beautiful. And thank you. I'm so happy. It brings me so much joy to hear when couples are growing together and healing together and embracing that discomfort. Because when you see, we as women, as queens of our queendoms, and what I mean by that is wherever you reside at home and however that looks, whether it be with your immediate family. Or let's say you don't have children yet. Then wherever you're living, that is your queendom. You need to be confident in the fact that you wear that crown. You deserve that crown. You are worthy of that crown. And how are you worthy of it? Because you go out or you stay in and you take care of yourself first. And you're honest with yourself. And hold yourself to loving yourself. Like Be committed to yourself first and I don't know why that <laughs> keeps coming. I don't know if that keeps coming up for me, but, or if I'm repeating myself, but it's just self pleasure. I just want, I just wish I could serve it up on a silver platter, just serve it up to everyone, beginning with the women, because we hold the cosmos in our womb space. We, have star seeds in us and if you don't know what that means we make children (laughs) we deliver children we make them we deliver them and we raise them with of course with the support of our village and our tribes and our communities and uh, so let's just love each other
0: speaking of i miss your babies so much
1: (laughs) oh i do too (laughs) I miss I really yours do. too. And I know that if like if I told the kids that we're going to go visit Isadora and her kids, are going to be like, "Woo!" They get to run barefoot all over your house where they never get to do that, you know? They, <laughs> I love it. That is what I wish we had on a daily basis instead of okay, hey, like once a month. Of course, that's beautiful, which, you know, that once a month hasn't even right now worked out for us, which is okay, but I do miss it. I do too.
0: But yeah, you just have to flow with the seasons. Like the season of life for both of us has been really crazy and really busy and that's okay. It's so easy to just get so hard on yourself and so down on yourself when things are just wonky, but it is what it is. That's life. You know, life is about change. Like if everything stayed the same all the time. We would get so bored.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: There might be like, a few like a handful of people who would like be down for that but I would get really bored so
1: yeah I've realized anything with beginning mono <laughs> what anything beginning with the what is the beginning of a word like mono like monotony is boring to me and just other words that I think I just have to
0: <laughs> well and mono flat out sucks I
1: had mono <laughs> in high school and it stopped.
0: I thought I was gonna die
1: Oh, see like it just it works for some people it doesn't work for others monogamous Monogamous. yeah (laughs) exactly Oh. (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness my womb space has a bunch of butterflies in it and that's something I experience a lot nowadays the constant butterflies in my womb space and now knowing what it means to have You know, you hear, oh, trust your intuition. Go with what your intuition says. What the fuck is intuition? Like, I don't know what that is. Like, you actually have to learn what that is. You have to feel it out. And I've learned it's my womb. It's my womb tuition. So thank you so much for putting a word on that because I've been feeling that so much. And if I check in with her every day in a different form than I did before, it's just the progression of living by your cycle. And knowing that your cycle is kind of almost like a dictionary, a personalized dictionary of, oh, if my uh, cervix, and I'm going on my seventh cycle. So if you times that by like, let's say 40 days of an average of a cycle, I've been tracking for 280, almost a year. I mean, not, I mean, we're so. Still... <laughs> oh God, I crack myself up. I'm just going to shut up now. <laughs>
0: Oh, I love you. I know that this is going to be put out later on, so just roll with this info. But today is the new moon in Virgo. And I just want to read a little bit from Mystic Mama is one of my favorite astrology people. So I want to read a little bit something because I feel like it's fitting for what we're talking about. So new moon in Virgo reminds us to anchor into our wholeness. Like the original meaning of the word virgin, a woman whole onto herself. She knows that by abiding in her wholeness, she is able to discern clearly and choose wisely, separating the wheat from the chaff. Like our holy sacred mother, she reminds us to stand tall in our heart offerings, embodying our sacred duty to be in service to the whole. So, yeah, you know, like that's what it is. That is self-pleasure. It's so beautiful. When I, I read it last night, and I was like, Cunt, like that is so perfect. <laughs> so, I just wanted to share that new moon energy all up in here. New moon for me is so much more light and playful than full moon. So I'm enjoying that right now. So thanks for letting me share.
1: Mm, thank you for sharing that. I really, really appreciate you bringing in info about our mother moon. I used to adore and just worship the full moon, and I still do. I everything about the moon, I love. But I never really gave the new moon much of my time. And that's because it was darkness, and I didn't want to be in the dark. I I lived so much of my life in the dark, crying and being depressed, so that wasn't something I seeked out. But now, especially right now that you reflected on it, saying that the new moon is fun and playful, I am finding that in the darkness of the moon because it's almost like I don't have to be center stage with the full moon. You know, just the intense, dense lighting of the beautiful full moon. I'm also learning how to have fun when it's dark and not necessarily having to see all of myself in the light, but feeling myself in the dark as well. And that's energetically, psychologically, emotionally, physically. Oh, just I've been able to absorb and appreciate and celebrate so much more of the way my body was made. My stretch marks on my belly, the way my breasts. Oh, and really quick, I'm going to take this as an opportunity to thank you, Isadora, for giving me hope when I first stopped wearing a bra. You shared with me that I think it had been maybe a year already, almost a year, that you had not worn a bra and that you had seen changes in your breasts, that they were maybe stronger. I don't know exactly. Maybe the words will come to me. But I now, it's been since March. We are in September. So it's going to be six months that I haven't been wearing a bra. And I'm so happy to report that my nipples, both of them, are no longer pointing down. They're pointing out. And the tendons or the muscles, the breast muscles, I'm not sure exactly, not an anatomy major, but they're just so much better. They're not sore anymore. Oh my gosh, the first at least two months of not wearing a bra, I just felt like I had a bunch of knots under my armpits and under my breast because of so long of wearing underwire. And they just feel healthier over on. They feel loved. And I no longer have resentment against them for looking so torn up after breastfeeding and, and pumping. So it's just really healed a lot of my relationship with my breasts. And I thank you, Isadora, for really supporting me through that journey.
0: That is so beautiful. And isn't it amazing what they're capable of? We cover them up and we beat them up and we carry harsh judgments around them. but If you just let them be and be in their glory, like they will rise to the occasion quite literally. (laughs) Because I went, I experienced the same changes after nursing and a life of push-up bras and underwire. They pointed down my nipples, and yeah, same thing. Now they're up and amazing. And I don't look at other women and think like, oh, I wish I had that shape. It's like, no, I'm rocking this. I'm so happy with them. This is what I. I mean. Of course, I have other ideas of what I would love them to look like, but they are who they are, and I embrace them, and I love them, and this is awesome. I can't, I'm so happy for you, and I'm glad it's been such a positive journey, and I want to high-five, like, every woman I see who's <laughs> not wearing a bra, and I probably should, you know, like, no shame, no shame in the no-bra game, so. Yes! Yay!
1: Oh, my gosh, shirt idea, no shame in the no-bra game. Ooh, yes. Yeah know what's up? Nope, that, no one better steal that idea, yo. <laughs> you heard it here first on Between Energetic. Two Ovary. Wah, wah. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> We're just going to get to that point of like, yo, this is Isadora and Venus. This is the closet club, you know, instead of the breakfast club. This is the oh closet yeah. club. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I love this. I so good. love, love being able to have this podcast for us, to have this podcast for our listeners, the 27 listeners. Woo woo.
0: That's amazing. <laughs> Isn't it?
1: I think so. And I mean, we're not active on social media i will occasionally put up like yo we got a new podcast episode but other than that sweet so let's get into cycle time what do you think
0: cycle time yeah i'm on day 19 so within the next two three days approaching pre-bleed pre-death and this one kind of snuck up on me (laughs) i don't know how but yeah feeling good feeling like this is going to be I mean you never know what she's going to bring to the table but I'm feeling like this is going to be a positive one communication has been on my side this cycle and that's super important and you know I've brought my partner more into my cycle tracking. And so that's great because he's much more attentive and aware of where I am and what that means and what I'm needing in that time. And so it's really beautiful. It's kind of one of those, I never wish to not bleed. I don't look down on my bleed at all. Sometimes I just wish that my cycles would be a little bit longer to enjoy certain seasons, but that's how it is. And my cycle is how it is. It's 27 days. It is how it is because of what i'm needing at this point in my life so that's cool i'm preparing for that and i'm excited how about you what day are you on i haven't been keeping track and i want to
1: (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. um i am on day 10. i want to first of all acknowledge you for wanting to for your cycle to be longer (laughs) because here i am constantly always like well more at the beginning not so much now because I've embraced it but with you and Faralina of like oh I wish my cycles were shorter so you always want what you can't have and if you learn how to celebrate and embrace what you do have it's just so much better. My average cycle was 43 days. Um, I did the math based off of how long my past cycles that I've actually tracked have been and this last one prior to the one I'm in was 30 days. So that was mind blowing. Talk about sneaking up on a girl. Uh, My womb was like, I'm shedding right now. And I want to be transparent with our listeners. There was something different about my last cycle that I believe had something to do with it being a shorter cycle. And that was could have been one of two things or both things together. The first one was my partner and I had a little bit of a mishap, and we just wanted to be safe and make sure that there wasn't any active sperm <laughs> in me to impregnate me. And I feel so silly like describing it like that, but it is what it is. And so I did take a plan B pill. And then I also started taking vitamin D because I don't know how long ago, maybe it was three weeks ago, Isadora, that we went to the Pussy Powerhouse. I think it's the Pussy Powerhouse. I'll link them in our show notes. So
0: I think it was two weeks.
1: Two weeks ago. Okay. But it, their name is Pussy Powerhouse? Yes. Pussy so,
0: with a V though, I mm-hmm.
1: believe. Gotcha. Pussy Powerhouse put on an event in downtown Los Angeles that Isadora and I went to. It was called Orgasm. And it was amazing. Just so much awesome community and learning and healing and they had a titty pool, so that was really that was really cool. I I gotta look for that picture to post up Yes, pub. yes. Mm-hmm. So I learned there in talking to Pamela from Embody, you know what, let me look her up really quick.
0: Embody Work LA. And it's embody like E M.
1: Okay, so it is Embody Work LA, you're right. And it's Pamela Samuelson. Pamela Samuelson is a feminist health alliance transformational bodywork, somatic education, sex ed for everyone. And then she says, take back the speculum. So she's amazing. Well, she is absolutely darling. I loved her. I just wanted to like give her a big womb hug. And I'm pretty sure we did. And so she shared with me, or in me sharing with her about my long pre-bleed season or phase. She asked me if I was taking enough or getting enough vitamin D, and I said for sure I wasn't, so she recommended that I started taking vitamin D. So my shorter cycle could have been due to one or both of those things. So yeah, my last cycle was 30 days, and now I'm on day 10 of my new cycle. I'm in pre-ovulation And I'm still trying to figure out what pre-ov means for me, like what that means, because I'm pretty clear already on my menstruation season, pretty clear on my ovulation season, and definitely clear on my pre-bleed or pre-death. But maybe this is, you know, just the process of learning my cycle and the more I learn or the more I track, the more I learn. So it's really cool. And I'm feeling playful, but I've been feeling playful for the last, I want to say, week, week and a half. This cycle, due to my playfulness, I was presented with the challenge of not rushing my bleed. Like, ugh, I wish you were already done so that I could have this fun with my partner and just be super sensual without having to bleed. But it was all beautiful. It happened exactly how it was supposed to happen. I was able to communicate with my partner and include him more into my cycle of like, look, this is what I'm feeling. doesn't mean we didn't get down and make love and all that good stuff. But I was able to communicate with him. This is how I'm feeling. I'm trying not to resent. And resent is a pretty powerful word for what I'm trying to describe because I don't resent my womb for very much now. It's just kind of like, oh, man, like I got a sprained ankle, so I can't play this game and so just learning how to appreciate every phase of my cycle and try and get the most out of that phase so what I did get out of my bleed was allowing my womb tuition to get stronger sitting still with my womb to get downloads and just continue loving my womb space
0: that's beautiful thank you for sharing all of that I love Pamela so much. I've actually been in communication with her because she is going to help me heal my perennial trauma. So anybody out there or local to LA, hit her up if you have perennial trauma. Mine is fairly severe and that's something I'm going to start really like vocalizing and bringing awareness to because there is zero, like none. (laughs) So that's really important work to be doing. And so, yeah, it was so exciting meeting her and just standing in all of her knowledge that she was flowing that night. It was really amazing.
1: Can I really quickly just acknowledge and celebrate you for mentioning perennial trauma right now? Because I know that that's something that you hold close to your womb space in wanting to heal and spread awareness and knowledge about. So I think this is the start of very great work and support that you will be providing our community, our listeners and just any woman that comes across your path that needs your help with that. So thank you so much, Isadora.
0: Thank you for your acknowledgement. That mean me all juicy and tingly. I'm not gonna get into it here because I could talk forever and ever and ever, but I've been suffering with it for ten years. It'll be ten years in October um, after I had my oldest child and it feels like it's getting increasingly worse. And something, what I mentioned earlier that like something that drew us back after our few days of like beautiful connected pleasure was around that. And it was really intense and it brought up for about two days, a lot of stuff for me. And so, you know, it's not just a physical issue as you, like many of us know, and if you don't, you should read the book, Vagina by Naomi Wolf. There is so much in our womb space that affects us on multiple, multiple levels. And there's a lot of energy and emotion there that can get I should say negative energy and emotion and fear and stress that can sit and collect in our vagina and in our womb space and so you know not only am I experiencing physical healing of my perineum but there's a lot coming up for mental and emotional healing as well so it's intense but it's that whole thing that we were talking about you know discomfort that we have to move through to get to the pleasure and the beauty. And I'm really excited. I'm just kind of focusing on that, you know, focusing on the other side of all of it to keep me going and keep me pursuing this and realizing, you know, I don't deserve to suffer and I shouldn't suffer. Like, 10 years is long enough, in my opinion. I'm kind of, like, putting my foot down and getting serious about this healing because it is ridiculous. (laughs) So, So, yeah, thanks for letting me Flow on that a little bit. Let's do reflections. <sighs> yes. Reflection read? Perfect. Cool. Go first. Okay. So, my reflection read is from Mama Gina's School of Womanly Arts by Regina Thomas Shower. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Okay. I'm advocating the lifelong investigation of pleasure, and this task requires all of your five senses. This is a new frontier for most people. We're trained to turn away from pleasure, to ignore pleasure, to abandon it, really. When you begin to investigate it, you feel you're being kind of naughty or heading for trouble, like when you snuck out after curfew in high school. We usually need a big excuse to treat ourselves well, like a birthday. Imagine if you paid as much pleasurable attention to yourself every day as you do on your birthday. What if we created a life where this was the rule rather than the exception, where every day was about our pleasure, our passion, our fulfillment. Sounds selfish, no? No, it does not. For true generosity does not occur unless you give from your own surplus. In other words, until you have yours, you don't have anything to give others. So, yeah. just, especially that very last sentence, until you have yours, you don't have anything to give others is so important. It's something so easily forgotten, especially as a mother. (laughs) So we feel like we have to sacrifice and sacrifice and sacrifice. And, you know, when we should be first, because then our cups are filled and we can then fill other cups thank you for
1: letting me share. Mm, if that wasn't perfect enough for what we were discussing today, that was absolutely beautiful. I got to read that book. Right? Yes.
0: <laughs> so magically fitting.
1: Mm, that was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, so it almost makes me not want to read my reflection read because it was so good. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so my reflection read comes from my journal. <laughs> And the only reason it's it, the only reason it's in my journal is because of you, Isadora. You quoted me on our C3 Orgasm Instagram account stories. So mine is sex and flesh are a war weapon against the patriarchy. And, um, I don't even know where that came from. It was just one of those downloads that we were texting each other and I texted you that. And then I saw it on our Instagram stories and I'm like, oh, wow, that sounds awesome. Oh. Wait, I said that? (laughs) So, but it resonates so much with me because I've found this newfound pleasure that I am exploring right now is a lot of it began with physical pleasure. As I've mentioned before many times, the household I grew up in was not sex positive. So the desire of flesh and not like cannibalism or anything. Um, But (laughs) just let me clarify, flesh as in like, feeling yourself (laughs) i know i'm a weirdo and i love it (laughs) but the physical pleasure of feeling yourself your flesh your skin your your contours your silhouette and using that for your pleasure Now, i'm not saying go out there and become promiscuous or anything i mean if that resonates with you then right on go for it but more of just find pleasure in your own flesh. Isadora, you mentioned something about, while we were talking about our breasts, um, you said, of course, you have ideas, other ideas of what you would like your breast to look like, but you're still embracing and accepting and loving what you have, not looking elsewhere. If you want a six-pack, then don't just stare at someone else's six-pack and hate on them for it. Go out and get your six-pack. Put in the work. All of this takes, self-pleasure takes work. It's not going to be handed. As much as I want to hand it to you on a silver platter, that ain't going to happen. We have to do the work. And there's nothing more powerful than being comfortable in the skin you're in. Because if they strip you away from all your money, all your materialistic possessions, there's no way that they're going to tear you down if you know what you're really worth. Because they can't rip out your womb. They can't rip out whatever you call your driving force within you. So, yeah, that's what just came up. That's just what came up for me, you know, the huge A cunt, a cunt, a
0: cunt. So
1: good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. What do you say after that? Womb breaths, maybe?
0: There's womb drop, ovary drop right there. Yeah, let's take a womb breath. That's <sighs> good. Okay, so close your eyes if you can't. Close your eyes. Just notice like what's going on in your body. Relax your shoulders. Relax your jaw. Loosen all that up. Just get present with yourself. And we're going to take a big, deep breath in. Bring in all that life force energy. Send it down deep to your womb, as deep as you can go. And then release it blow out any yuck, any negativity, frustration, anxiety, sadness, fear. Just let it all go. Take one more. beautiful 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 I'm so grateful for you I'm so grateful for those here with us
1: your womb breaths are the best (laughs) thank you I love them thank you everyone for being here with us it means the universe to us to have you listening to us and we hope that one day something will spark a little fire in you to send us your words your thoughts your perspective on what we share Um, Maybe you're inspired to come on here and talk about something that could be of service to the rest of our listeners, or you want to collaborate with something. You know, per usual, our announcements, this is, I guess, could be our little announcement section, to just love yourself first, and then show others love by supporting them. Just supporting what pleasures them, and of course, all in a healthy manner. There's a time and place for everything and we appreciate you taking the time to be here in this place, in this womb space with us. Oh, and the giveaway. Enter the giveaway. If you don't know what we're talking about, you're going to have to listen to episode five.
0: Because <laughs> I just don't have the energy to go over that right now. <laughs>
1: nope. <laughs> so thank you, everyone. I, I, can't, mm-hmm. I can't thank you enough.
0: Thank you. I love hanging out with you.
1: Mm-hmm. Do we just drop the womb here?
0: Yeah, I'm feeling so like blissed out right now.
1: Me too. I don't, I've, I can't even like, what way? <laughs> yeah,
0: there's none of that today. <laughs> we did that earlier. We got that out mm-hmm, of our system.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, everyone, go and have a blissful day, blissful night, blissful morning, whenever you listen to us. Find thank you. Some
0: pleasure today.
1: Absolutely.
0: Pleasure yourself in whatever way that means for you. Overy out. I you It's geared for you to Lisa, think. For you to Lisa, think. For you to Lisa. think.